I make my I make my silly little like outlines of what I want to talk about, and I never I never follow them. So oh yeah, you're the only one that saw Thor. Yeah, I'm I'm the only one that tries to stay organized, and then we get unorganized, and I'm like, oh well, fuck it, let's just go. Anyways, welcome to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast. <laughs> we teased you guys with a fun topic last week. Uh, Tim never showed up, even though he told us he'd be here at noon. So on to, we never added him on the group. So maybe it, he we talked to him yesterday about this. We did. We told him to set an alarm. He was like, "I can do it if it's early." Yeah, and we're doing it early just for him. Anyways, I took, I took some valuable time out of my Sunday afternoon of doing absolutely nothing and watching television. I know, right? My valuable gaming time. <laughs> my valuable time. I could have been organizing the catering list. Dude, catering is hard. Like, that's been my job, and it's expensive. Like, I saw the numbers. We went to Rosie's, and I saw the numbers. Like, the, uh, the you know, before, like, the adjusted price for next year comes out. Oh my God! Oh, it's you know that whole wedding thing is a scam, and you can make all you need is a freaking barn out in the middle of nowhere with some electricity and an air conditioner, and you can make some serious bank. So, that thing will be paid so, off in a month. Hear me out, guys. Kimberly and I had this great idea, and I, we need some investors. We're gonna buy the old Golden Corral and turn it into a wedding venue. There you go. Plenty of buffet space. Plenty of room. Dancing space, da- yeah. Dancing space. We can put the DJ somewhere. It's got a kitchen. It's, it's got bathrooms. It's right near like five hotels. Uh-huh. And 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 if you want ice cream, you can just walk next door to Culver's or like the Cone Palace. Ice cream machines. <laughs> well, yeah, but you want good long, ice cream. As long as you got sprinkles and chocolate syrup, I'll be there. You know, if you're there, if you got that, yeah. I'm there. And I can make bank on that. You know, you you don't you don't do anything. You you know. You just you maintain. Yeah. yeah. There's probably a lot more that goes on behind the scenes that we don't really think about, but. I, anyway. I know my stepson spent a lot, a lot of money on his wedding and. Well, yeah. I heard how I, rem- I remember how much Derek and Derek told me that he spent on his. That had to be that's Bel Air. That was expensive. We didn't I'm even guessing. look at Bel Air. No. Yeah. Well, I didn't. We both have been to so many things at Bel Air that we just kind of wanted to do our own thing. We didn't want to oh, be like everybody else. I agree 100%. I think that's a great move. And so we're going to a place that, you know, it's pretty new, you know? Yeah, that's, it's small, but, you know, we don't. That's fine by me. You ain't got no friends anyway, Chris. I don't. I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> Hey, no, I'm it's, it's actually it's awesome. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked for it actually. Guess who's on the uh, guest list, and I I will be stoked if they come. Eric and Baron. You say oh, you're actually going to invite them? They they your invites are sitting right here, and I'm going to write good. them a personal. I'm not going to handwrite it. I'm going to type it up, but I'm going to type them up a personal letter. Yeah, if you there. handwrite it, they won't be able to read it. Yeah, I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna make that joke like at the beginning. I was like, well, I was gonna handwrite this, but I couldn't read it, so I decided to type it up. Yeah. Uh, my handwriting's just gotten worse yeah. ever since I yeah. left school. <laughs> yeah, I can't write good either. But they say that really smart people write sloppy, so I'm just running with that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Plus, I'm left-handed, so that's two things against me. I'm right, right, terrible. Left-handers usually right, terrible. So, Kimberly has an idea that I do. I cut. I I use my left hand for a lot of things, but I use. <laughs> I'm right. I'm supposed to be right-hand dominant. Like I, oh. when I eat, I eat with my left hand. I cut with my left hand. Um, she wonders if I was left-handed and just. Uh, was never promoted to right left-handed. Well, they say if you sit on your hand and use the opposite one, it feels like somebody else is doing it, Chris. So, shut up. <laughs> so you're ambidextrous, is what you're saying? I'm no, no. no. <laughs> I'm, hor- I'm horrible with my left hand. I tried to write. It feels so weird, but yeah, I'm I'm 30 years old, so you know. So what do you do with your left hand? I cut and eat my food with it. Really? Um, yeah. When I'm working with tools, like I use my left hand when I'm working with tools. Well, okay. So I'm left-handed, right? Yeah. So like I throw a baseball or football left-handed. I write left-handed. But when I play the guitar, I play right-handed. When I play golf or I bat, I bat and golf right-handed. So there you go. I mean, it's hard to find. I would say you kind of almost have to order like left-handed and uh, like golf clubs and like yeah. you don't uh, find guitars. Those. Yeah, it's, it's just well, you can flip the strings around. You know, you put the strings on upside down, but yeah, I I know, but yeah, um, okay. But they do make left-handed guitars, which is so weird. Oh, yeah, I play right-handed. Because my dad played right-handed, so that's how I saw it. And so, But if I kick, I use my left foot. I don't know how the using the left foot translates to being left-handed. If you're left-handed, you're right-footed. That's what I found out. With no, I, like, if I kick a football, I kick with my left foot. I don't know. You're, you're ambidextrous somewhat. But what I was told by the doctor, that if you're right-handed, you're going to be left-footed. So that's why it kind of affected me differently. A little bit more because it affected my dominant side, my dominant foot. <laughs> At least that's what how it was kind of explained to me. I don't know if that's you know 100 true or not, but I don't know. I've never tried to. I can't do anything. I don't think I've tried been trying to think of what I could do with my left hand because I it's pointless. It just, really? Nothing. I hold my phone. I hold my phone pretty good with my left hand. Scrolling through TikToks <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Pretty good at that. Um. Okay. So let's let's get back on track. Not talking about you know left right handed, left footed, right footed, big brain, small brain. Um. Let's let's hold off on the top ten list because what I'm going to talk about is not going to take two more than like five minutes, if not even two minutes. Might so I guess I, am I the only? Yeah, that too. Am I the only one that saw uh, Love and Thunder? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to see it today, maybe sometime, but I doubt it. I have some other stuff to take care of. So So I'm going to do my best not to do spoilers, but I always say that, and I always I talk too much. Anyways. He is the worst with spoilers. I am, and I do apologize. I, really, <laughs> I feel bad, but I get so excited when I'm talking that I just keep talking. Um. Anyways. Do not listen to the early reviews or, you know, the reviews from people. It is better than what it 
what people are saying it is. At least I thought it was. Um, it I think a com- lot of people. Does it, does it have a comedy aspect to it? Yeah, it's it's funny. We were laughing all the way okay. through it. Um, they, you don't really have you, the only movie you have to watch before this to understand what's going on are the previous Thor movies and the Avenger movies. So it doesn't really have anything else to do with any of the other movies other than Avengers and Thor. Okay. So it's not like you don't have to watch every episode of Loki, every episode of, you know, Captain uh, or Miss Marvel, and then, you know, read 20 comics to understand what's happening. No, it's pretty cut and dry, it tells you. But I think I think the reason a lot of Marvel movies have been doing bad, or at least we think they're bad, is because they don't live up to end the game in Infinity War. Those two movies were just so good that everything since then has not been the same. I saw people complaining that it was it was just under two hours. It's like, I think, an hour and 58 minutes or something like oh that. Oh my god, that's awesome. I'm looking it up. It is an hour and 59 minutes. Runtime. That's perfect. Yeah, and people were complaining that it was short. It's like, you don't need no three, four-hour movie every time. Just because, you know, uh, all the Avengers movies, well, the last two Avengers movies were, you know, three-hour epics. Doesn't mean they have to be three hours. And I didn't run into the issue of, hey, they could have cut out this five minutes or this 20 minutes to make it right. better. Like, everything well, we, was yeah. good. We talk about that quite a bit in movies, especially the long ones where, you know, I see that they could cut this out or that out. Yeah. But it's good. Don't listen. I've seen too many people saying it's not that good, but I I give it about a seven or seven and a half. So it's just a fun movie to go to. It's It's a fun movie. Yeah. There you go. Okay. And that's all I wanted. It was I wanted a fun movie to go to and have some fun. Can I talk about the theater here in Richmond really quick? Yeah, go ahead. So the theater here in Richmond, you know how the AMC in Kokomo has the two levels? Uh-huh. Well, they have that here. They have, like, this is a big theater. They got, like, 15, like 14 theaters. Jeez. But um, it's you can tell they expanded it. They didn't build a new one. They expanded it. Um, So, like, the new half are like Kokomo theaters. They're like the double, you know, they got the bottom section and the top section. Um, this, the where I was, think the old Carasotas where, fa- where Five Guys is. Yeah. You got the one row going down the middle. Um, the seats are not the most, are not comfortable. It was, it was just old. It felt like I was in an auditorium. You know, Disney was like that for the longest time. At Disney Springs? Yeah, that, that they had, I, just on the outside, that theater is really nice. That, well, they had a six-screen theater first, and then they expanded it, and they put the balconies in. Then when they would, went back with the old side of the theaters, and they put the, the, the diving experience, like you could order food. They took the old theaters and transformed them into that. Mm-hmm. Because they had the old theaters, like you said, where you walk down the middle, and the seats are uncomfortable. And... uh Everyone has to get out the same way. You know, you, you're sitting against the wall, so you have to get, you know, put your ass or crotch in front of 20 people as you try to get out. Uh-huh. Wow, I haven't been to a theater like that in a long time. It was kind of weird, but we sat in the back in the handicap spot, so it was just like two seats. 
<gasps> Ooh, I got a story about that. So you so you took like a handicapped person's spot, huh? Yeah, but we were going to be like, if if anyone comes in, we'll move. No questions asked. When me and Josie, what did we just go see? Black phone. Black phone. These idiots were sitting in the handicap section. Somebody comes in with a wheelchair, and they wheeled them down to the front area of the theater, and they didn't even get to sit with their friends. Wow. And the two and the a hole and his wife wouldn't get up. I would have not went and got a. I was pissed. Yeah, Josie told me not to. She's like, "Don't cause trouble, please." <laughs> Call Mikey. He'll come and kick some ass. The guy's gonna beat you up. I was like, "What an a hole move!" You can't see that there's, you know, somebody with a wheelchair. Get up. He just looked like an a hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only time I've ever used those handicap spots was when I was in my crutches. Then we went and saw uh, Corella. I mean, that's fine. You're in crutches, you know, but this guy was in yeah. a wheelchair and these people like were walking and he got up like three times and redid the popcorn, you know, because he's fat. Um, but. No, but we we just didn't want to go down there and have to sit next to people. So we sat in the handicap spot and then we're like, if someone comes in, we'll, we'll move. No questions asked. Right. You know, there's but they they were. Again, go see the movie. It was good. It was it was packed in there, though. Richmond does not have the same, I guess, movie-going people like Kokomo does. I got there 30 minutes early thinking it would start getting packed, you know, like Kokomo does. No, it people, it got busy about five minutes before the movie started. Was when really? Out and, yeah, it, I was like, oh, I guess I might not have to get here 30 minutes early anymore. That's uh, how I do it. I want to get there about five, ten minutes before. The... No, not I, me. I want, I want seats. I, I, I want, I want a good I, seat. That's why I said I don't want people choosing my seats for me. I want to sit wherever I want. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to sit very front row like I've done a couple times and, you know, have a crank in my neck. Right. Anyways, we've given Tim like 20 minutes. He's not coming or he's going to show up at like five minutes left in, in the podcast. Um, we, we left last week with some homework because of the, sh- the crappy shitty. Uh, <laughs> Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone article for the top 50 uh, movie superhero movies. We decided to do our we were going to do what, like a top 20, but we, we decided to do 10. Yes, Tim. So was best. We, we got our 10. So how do we want to do this? We want to go around one at a time saying, you know, our number 10 and we all go around 10. Or do we want to do somebody's list all at once? Do it all at well, once. That's it. Okay. Okay. Do we, okay. Give give some example. Give some like, you know, reasoning behind your picks too. Like I, the best I, I, my reasoning is these are the movies I enjoyed the most. Like, I really thoroughly enjoyed these movies. And I started looking at them, and there's not that many. Like, they're not Marvel movies. Um, I got four. I got four. I've got, well, I, there, I, I take that back. There's three. I think there's three. I have three. Actually, never mind. I got. No, I've got four. I'm sorry. Five. Do you uh, do you count it's Marvel like Disney or like Marvel like Sony? Uh, do you also count Marvel? Yeah, I, Sony? Yeah, I count, count Sony. Okay, six. I, I got six then. Oh. Damn, I got three. Well, the I ones, got one on here. Probably neither of you got. So one is on here that is 
It's not I I bet I have two on here that nobody has. All right, who who wants to start? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, you go. First. I'm gonna write down what you guys do too, just so I can keep track. All right. So number ten, oh, I yes. pick. <laughs> yes, four. What? No, no, I, just, I haven't even seen it yet. Um, I picked Hancock with uh, Will Smith. I had that like as an honorable mention. You did. I have it written down, but I didn't. I didn't rank it. I that movie is just a really fun movie for any of you who haven't seen it. It's I'm gonna spoil it because it's been out for what like a decade. Oh yeah, just feel free to talk about this. Um. Basically, he has like amnesia and doesn't know like who he is, but he has superpowers. He's basically Superman, but he's like an alcoholic and just destroys the city. And he's more of a nuisance than he is a superhero. He just kind of does the superheroing because he has nothing else to do. And I've seen something that like he and the who's the girl? Charlie Theron is her name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That they're like angels, and while they're to, they're immortal while they're apart, but they always are drawn to each other. So that's why they kind of lose their immortalities when they're together. So I don't know. It's it's a it's a really fun movie. It's more about it's more, you know, dealing with alcoholism and stuff, and you know, depression. But it's a it's a really fun movie. Um, number nine is the first Avengers movie. Um, it still lives up. Is it as good as some of the later Avengers movies? No, as you will see. Um, but it's still a really fun movie. It's the granddaddy now of all the Marvel <laughs> movies. They all got to live up to Avengers pretty much now. Right. Yeah. I see. Which saying. is hard to do compared, like what I was saying in the uh, talking about Love and Thunder. Um, number eight, I have Wonder Woman, which I think is. <laughs> Other than a couple other movies, it's probably the best of the modern. It's number one or two of the best of the modern DC movies. I love as, it. As in like post-Christian Bale modern. Um, she she single-handedly saved DC after the flop of uh, uh, Batman vs. Superman. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, number seven is Guardians of the Galaxy. It is just a fun movie the the soundtrack is a bop every time right um i get yeah. when i think of uh when i think of like superhero movies that i could just go watch right now and put on the background that's one of them easy like i don't even really have to watch it to know what's going on i right. can just sit there on my phone listening um number six is into the spider-verse which i think is under i've always as I've said on the on the podcast before, DC owns the animated movie and cartoon uh, world for superhero. But Into the Spider-Verse really uh, probably shot them in the leg, you know, showed them that Marvel's on their way with animated uh, series. I, I, I don't know when this first came out. Everyone had... Uh, they talk so highly about it and then I, I watch it I'm like okay it's good but I still don't see like why the hype I agree with Mikey. I'm the same way I, I enjoyed it I, I mean, liked yeah, it it wasn't bad like I don't I just think I, yeah, I don't the, know. the story was really good the animation style I really enjoyed the animation style I, I um, it was that. fun for, for someone who likes animation but, styles I liked it 
but yeah, but the way like people talked about it, I just didn't see it. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, number five, I have X Men: Days of Future Past. That's a good one. I think it has the original cast and it has the new X Men, and uh, Wolverine is the sh- is the star of the entire thing, and I just think it's the best. It was probably, except for some of these newer ones that I'm going to come up with, um, it probably would have been number one or two if if these new latest movies hadn't come out. I think I liked Apocalypse better than that one, though. Apocalypse was good. I just it's an it, Apocalypse would have been as an honorable mention, but I really did not like the character design of the bad guy Apocalypse or yeah. whatever his name was. I thought he looked like a um. Oh, what's that show? A Power Rangers villain. He looked like a Power Rangers. <laughs> Ivan Ooze. He looked like Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze. Um. Number four is Thor Ragnarok. I think Thor Ragnarok. That's a fun is, movie. Yeah, is such a fun movie. Um, that it's almost hard for any other Marvel movie to live up to it. I, the storytelling, the, the the action, the music, the art style, amazing. Right. Had good comedy like time yeah. too. And it's probably the last time we'll see. It might be the last time we see Loki in a in a movie. You never know. Oh, yeah. Um. He never he might be. I never thought the, about that. God damn it. In the he's he's got the show, but you never know. Yeah. They might not bring him into a movie now. Oh my day. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, I have the Batman. The latest the the one that came out this year. Right. I think that is top tier, like easily top three Batman movies of all time. Yeah. Because it shows was year two, year three Batman. Right. It's a detective. It was was a detective movie. With a because the guy dressed as a bat. That's really what it was. Um, and plus, it gave me a meme or a, a TikTok I can't stop quoting. Uh, the something's in my ass. Oh, oh god. Oh. Okay. Uh, number three, I have the Dark Knight. Or not number three. Number two, I have the Dark Knight. Okay. Okay. Need <laughs> um, okay. I say more? Heath Ledger's Joker just is amazing. Christian right. Bale. Christian Bale killed. His was amazing with his character in Love and Thunder, but he will never have another other than I can't think of the Batman is his second best character behind uh, that one show, movie he did. Um, I don't know. He uh, pulled off yeah. 10 miles really well in uh, Ford versus Ferrari. He did. Pull off. He was a pretty good uh, Jason Bateman, not Jason Bateman, whatever. Uh, Psycho, whatever. Yeah, that's American what I'm saying. Psycho. American Psycho is probably his American best, Psycho. His best work. Yeah. Um, and then number one is Endgame. It was the. It was just such a good movie overall. Like I don't know how to, I don't have many if any complaints about that movie. Um, great action, great story. It had some good comedy, and it was the end of an era. Let's be honest. I don't have Endgame on my top ten. I don't either. Really? Yeah. I, I don't either. 
Uh, I just, I really like Endgame. I think it's amazing. And that's really saying something because I really thought Infinity War sucked. Infinity War was horrible in my eyes. Uh, Is that the one with the bad CGI at the beginning when they're fighting in the woods? No, that's uh, Age of Ultron. Infinity War is the one at the end when everyone got snapped. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's my list. You guys have any critiques, criticism, thoughts? Controversial. <laughs> no, I think hey. I think your your spider verse is too high, in my opinion. That's the only that's the only thing. But that's that's just it's opinion, so it don't really matter yeah. what I think. You know, your opinion's wrong, but that's okay. It's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's go with uh, let's go with Chris next. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Okay, so number ten. Some of ours are very similar. So I got number 10. I've got Thor Ragnarok as number 10. Okay. Because, yeah, it's a fun movie, like you said. And I enjoy it. Number nine. Number nine, I have Deadpool. Because I love that movie. I thought about getting Deadpool. It is so "Eh." good. It's, it's. I, I, I really enjoy watching Deadpool. That's I chose my... Green Lantern. It's, it's another one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool's Deadpool... an honorable mention, but I, it's just a comedy. That's how I had it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but he brings in, you know, he's got cheesy. Uh, he's got the know. superhero landing. Yeah. He's, he's got, got the X-Force. He's got the X-Force. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you saying the first Deadpool or the second? Yeah, the first Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, okay. the first Deadpool is way better than the second. Yeah, but I did enjoy the second one. Um, number eight, I have Guardians of the Galaxy because it's funny. Like you said, the soundtrack is kicking. It's just a good movie. That's a fun movie. You know, that's a that's a joy. Yeah. Um. So I've got Guardians at number eight. Number seven, I have Spider Man with No Way Home. Nice, nice. I love that. I that's. I mean, I saw it. Well, I think I saw it twice at the theater. I just love the way they they, they used modern technology to twist Spider Man looking like the bad guy, and you know, J. Jonah Jameson calling him out. And I, I love that idea. And uh, uh-huh. six, six. I have the Batman, and I've only got it. I've got I've got it down to six only. Wow. I've got it at six because I think it's. The, 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 it's too long. I think it, I think they could have shortened it a little. Bit. Uh, so that's the only reason it's at where it's at. But I've, I've still I love it because the and I love the I love the bad guys. But I like the fact that in, in this the bad guys were human beings. They were they weren't super people. They weren't you know what I mean. They were just everyday normal people that just happened to be. Oh bad. yeah yeah yeah. That's the main thing I loved about it. But I've got it, the Batman at number six, and that's only because we're running time. Um, number five, I've got Wonder Woman because I think that movie's just spectacular. I think she's uh, Gal not just pulled off one of the uh, after watching Wonder Woman as a kid on TV, and she's just she is Wonder Woman. Uh, I think she's just spectacular. Um, four, I have Spider Man Homecoming because that was a fun movie. And just the, the, the chemistry with all the kids and him realizing he's got a superpower and they're trying to keep a secret, you know. Oh, that's uh, the first one, yeah. Yeah, the very first okay. one, yeah. For, okay. And I just think that's funny because that's what kids would do. He's like, oh, come on, let me say, no, I'm not, you can't tell anybody. Oh, come on, let me tell. No, you can't tell, you know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, number three, I know you guys think I like this, but I don't even care, is I've got Superman 2 with Christopher Reeve. 
I have never I, seen I, it. So I, mean, I can't say anything. We talked about that last week, and it's like I get it. It I is. I mean, it's your generation. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, it's it's my generation. You know, I was probably what I remember. I've seen it at the movie. I might have been what, like nine, ten years old. But it, it introduces Zod, and I mean, it's got you know the whole Neil before Zod. I mean, it, it was just. He was a great Superman. He really was. Christopher Reeve was a great Superman. That storyline is great. And uh, Terrence Stamp plays a great Zod. He's got Zod and Anursa who are, they were banished. They were criminals on Krypton and they were banished into space, right? Kind of like a prison sentence. They were stuck in this prism. But when Krypton explodes, the debris from the explosion hits the prism they are in which causes them to escape. So they escape and then they end up on planet earth and wreak havoc there. So they come after Superman. So it's a great movie. I, I still love that movie to the special effects are extremely, extremely cheesy, but, um, it was, uh, uh what? Eighties. Yeah. Early eighties. Probably. Yeah, 80s, you're not going to have two, but you have, you know, modern, I mean, it had a lot of people. I mean, E.G. Marshall's and all these great characters. Uh, Gene Hackman played Lex Luthor, and he's great as Lex Luthor. So you've got a lot of big-name people. Jackie Coogan's in it. Can I say one thing about Christopher Reeve? What about Christopher Reeve? He's Too bad he fell fell off that horse and started eating uh, fetuses. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How do you get a South Park reference in there? I know, right? Um, two, I have the Dark Knight because, like you said, Heath Ledger's performance is just spectacular, and that is it's it's one of the it's one of the it's it, to me I I've got it at two, but I still say it's it, of the modern superhero movies. I think it's the best one. I got I really it at did. two also. So yeah, so the first one, my number one, is Batman from 1989. Which with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson, because probably without, one of the best. Jokers. Jack, well, yeah, he was really sick and demented. I mean, you watch that movie now. That Joker, he's 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 you know he just kills with no remorse whatsoever. He don't even care, and that's what I like about it. But I, I say without this Batman movie, we don't have the superhero movies we have now because superhero movies were there were none. When they did that, yeah. you had this cheesy movies from the 70s. I remember the Spider-Man movies. It was like a TV movie <laughs> from the 70s. And he's, you know, he's crawling I mean, on the... See the meme where he's like hitting the hammer, like he's crouching or something like he's hitting the hammer. Well, like, like, on, you can tell the they've got the camera turned sideways and he's walking, a, you know, he's walking on the floor, but it's supposed to be a building, you know. Oh, That's just yeah. how cheesy the special effects were. And... Um, so that, you know, the, essentially superhero movies were, were, were done. So I say without Batman, without Tim Burton and Batman in 1989, we don't have the, this generation of superhero movies. I don't think, I think it just kind of opened the door a little bit, even though the George Clooney Batman ruined the whole series with the nipples. Um, <laughs> but I, I love, I love it. everybody. And it was great because it's, it's no different now when we, they picked Pattinson for Batman. It really, can he be Batman? You know, everybody questioned it. And he's a great Batman. He's a very good Batman. But Michael Keaton was, he was in comedy movies. You know, he did, um, 
Night Shift, and he did Mr. Mom, and he did the Dream Team, and he was a comedy actor. He wasn't serious in any way whatsoever. So when they had Michael Keaton as Batman, people were like, really? Michael Keaton's Batman? Are you kidding me? This is a joke, right? You're like, really? That, I, remember, I remember hearing all this, and boy, he pulled it off. So uh, I have no shame in putting Batman 1989 with Michael Keaton as my number one superhero movie. Now, with a, I was at the gym yesterday, and uh, the Batman Forever was on. Uh, I was, I was like I was kind of glued to it like I wasn't working I was just watching it as I was just sitting <laughs> like I was like man I couldn't even hear anything but I was just watching it the whole time I mean with Jim Carrey as Riddler and stuff it was good is that the one with Val Kilmer yeah yeah that's a good one too yeah. I enjoy that you, one you know the what I was like there was a scene in it like it had no business being badass but it was um the, uh Val Kilmer Batman chasing um the riddler and um two-face and like he jumps down the like off the building and they send him through the chute or something and then um two-face he ignites this room that he, they made, made batman fall into like some sewers i don't anyway right. um with gas just it just says poison like caution gas it doesn't say what type of gas but and then he lights it and then there's fire, like, uh, engulfing, about to engulf him. And, like, um, he activates his cape or something. He throws it around and activates his cape to protect him from, right. like. And then, like, uh, two, it goes back to Two-Face. And then he's laughing, like, I just killed the Batman. And then, like, it switches back to the the flames and stuff. And you just see Batman just running out of the flames. I was like, man, that's a badass scene. It was yeah. sick. I was like, yeah. I gotta watch that with sound. That's a good movie. It is. He's a good Batman. Val Kilmer was really, really yeah. a good Batman. I was kind of disappointed that he didn't come back as Batman, but after seeing his documentary, I understood why he didn't want to be that. He didn't want to be Batman again. So. That was cool. Alright. I guess I should... It's your turn, 10. Mikey. What's your top ten? Oh my gosh. <sighs> you, this... I, 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 I'm kind of curious what you guys think. Okay, number 10. Chronicle. Good movie. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah what they fucking, they gained superpowers from a rock or something, whatever they found. Yeah, some uh, glowing rock they find. Yeah. I like it because it was like, it turned, it was like, oh, that's cool. They have superpowers and stuff. And they're discovering it. And, um, and then it just like turns dark and it's, crazy it's kind of the boys but i like the, the way they shot it too like yeah. it's just like almost pov type yeah young michael b jordan oh, nice. oh yeah i forgot michael b jordan was in that oh, yeah that um, is a very underrated movie it's on a yeah. i watched it the other month month or so ago huh. um number nine here's another one you probably never thought I'd put on here. Sky High. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. Wait, is that the one with Kurt Russell? Yes. And th that's I a good love movie. Sky High. I need to watch it. It's back in 2005. That's fucking old. Wow, really? So, yeah. Fucking Daniel Panabaker. Panabaker. Pan yeah, Daniel Panabaker. Yeah. But yeah, Kurt Russell's awesome. And like that whole 
that whole story, like, but man, I wish I went to Sky High. Like, I was watching it, and like, man, I want to go to Sky High. Isn't that on Disney? Yeah, it was a Disney movie. It's on the Disney app, I think. It might be. I need to look. Damn, I'm not watching it. It is, it is, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, now yeah, I want to yeah, watch yeah. it, too. <laughs> yeah. Have you never seen it? I just did it once. Oh, okay. But yeah. it was, like, that long ago. Yeah. I think I watched I it haven't, kids. So. I haven't seen it since it was like on DVD when it came out in like VHS. Right. Or DVD. Okay. Um, number eight, Incredibles. I always, I always liked that one. It's not just because of the moms. The mom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, Seven. What's that? I got X Men First Class as seven. I like that one more than anyone because I mean, um, the whole Magneto scene, like, um, not just using his anger or something, and uh, him just finding like, because he's so um, he's so out for revenge, and then um, prof- the Professor X. Or yeah, like he's teaching them, like, hey, don't just go off your anger and stuff. And it just it shows a different side of them that we just don't see. That's why I liked it. It actually showed that him and uh, uh, Professor Xavier were friends. Yeah, not just saying, hey, we were friends once. Um, six Spider-Man No Way Home course uh i just put recent recency bias next to it just because that was pretty good um five guardians of the galaxy again that seems to be a trend with us it's nice yeah um four i got the batman here at four so he made top five yeah with the with the shiny shiny vampire Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Pattinson, yeah. Um, three, I got Infinity War. I like. I just watched it the other day. I'm like, man, this is pretty good. I like it. I like it better than Endgame. Shoot me. Hold on, I got a better <laughs> thing to shoot you than shooting you. <laughs> I I like it because, um, you know. Like throughout the whole movie, I'm like, oh yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna win, and they're, they're everyone seems so optimistic almost, and they're gonna, they're gonna stop them, and they're gonna do this, and then it just turns south, and everything just goes wrong against the fucking team, and it's awesome. So fuck it. Um, two, I got Logan. I put Logan on here. Yeah, Logan's good. I almost put Logan on. I I was kind of curious where to put it. Um, two felt kind of right. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's good to see, like, because I guess throughout all the, I mean, all the all the X Men movies. I mean, you see him like he's invincible and stuff, and then you finally see him and he's not. It's because it's the adamantium that's poisonous in it or something. No, they're poisoning the food. So the poison in the f- they're poisoning the food that's turning all the or killing all the mutants. What? I thought they were putting something in the food where they were like killing off the mutants. No, I don't think so. I thought that's 
I don't remember. I think I don't remember. I thought. I mean, yeah. I mean, they always thought he was like. Of course, he could self regenerate and stuff, which I, I guess is power. But I thought it was the adamantium that's like slowly like kind of poisoned him. I thought that's what it was. I'm looking it up. Okay, and then uh, number nine. Yeah, well, number... You're right. It was the poisoning. Okay. I thought I thought so. Uh, number one, Dark Knight Rises. That's, that's the one with my, Bane. Yep. That's always been. I've I've watched that twenty you plus times. You talk about that all the time. You really do. So. I from the soundtrack to. I don't know him, like. Because he wasn't at the beginning of the movie. He's not like he doesn't want to be Batman anymore. And then like, I'm not wearing hockey pads. And then like he just fucking gets, he breaks his back because Bane fucking rips him in two basically. And then he's like, this he just is redemption, some type of redemption story. Well, I will say I what's her name was a great Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, she looks so, pretty good in that suit. Yeah, she but she is a good cat. <laughs> well, overall, the whole character. She is a great catwoman. She really, you know, and I don't think anybody talks about her performance enough. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it because she's hot. I mean, she's very. Yeah. Attractive, oh, yeah. I just think her, her performance as catwoman was really, really good. Yeah, she 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 played a good Selena Kyle. Yeah, she might be the best catwoman if you don't count. uh like Hallie. I don't know. I wouldn't count Halle Berry, Berry as a cat. No, I was gonna it say was... Catwoman from the uh, the Gotham show because I thought that girl in Gotham. Oh. Really oh yeah, good. she was good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so hard. To, this list wasn't easy. I mean, I think Shazam's no. an honorable mention. I think that's a great movie. I have Ghost Rider down. I almost put Ghost Rider in there because of Nick Cage. And even the Suicide <laughs> Squad movies. I mean, yeah. Those I are really good. Even the Sh- that Birds of Prey really movie good. is really good. I put uh, Mystery Men down as well. Who? Mystery Men. Oh yeah, Mystery <laughs> the Spleen. <laughs> <laughs> I almost yeah, got- put uh, the Snyder cut of Justice League, but yeah, you can't. Yeah, I I, I didn't choose Justice League just because it's like they had to make two versions of it just to make it yeah. good. Or another yeah. version of it, just to that make was it my reason. Yeah, you know what's sneaky good too Can't is redo. Ant Man is sneaky good. Yeah, it really is. Another one, one of my honorable mentions was Kick Ass. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought, thought about, about that too. Yeah, yeah, and both of those were good actually. But uh, oh, there's just yeah, so they're... many good ones. It was like if we did twenty, I could have easily made an easier list. But there was just some that I wanted like. I want it on the top 10 a little better. I mean, I even think the first Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is good. The Sam Raimi one. That's yeah. a good movie. It really is. You know, but that's before we saw angry Tobey Maguire. But uh, that's a really good, <laughs> that's a really good movie. Email, yeah, the email. Tell yeah. Me. But, um, yeah, this wasn't, it was easy, but it wasn't. Because like I said, then you've got, the ones that you do enjoy, but you don't think they deserve a top 10. Like I was saying between Shazam and the Suicide Squad movies. Because oh, all the Suicide Squad movies were really fun. I enjoyed them very much. 
even how bad that first one was in like the sense of it just wasn't a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's still a fun movie. I still like to watch it. I enjoyed it. I, I thought from day one that it was a good movie. I really did. And I mean, I've never seen somebody take on a role the way Margot Robbie has with, uh, uh, she owns that role too. She does. She really does. The um, Harley Quinn role. She really does. And that's why I, I, nobody, I think, you know, one, they called it birds of prey. So nobody knew it was a Harley Quinn movie. And plus it just started, it came out right before the pandemic hit. And I just think, yeah. I, I really think those two things combined just killed that movie. But it that's a great movie. First movies to go like direct to streaming because of the, because of COVID. Was it you, uh, Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor, he was a bad guy, right? Yeah, Ewan McGregor was a bad guy. Yeah, he was a great bad guy. I, I, it's funny how, you know, we talk about how oh, with Thor and Iron Man and all these movies, you know, all these get hyped up as great movies. There's a lot of sneaky good movies out there, superhero movies that nobody talks about. Okay. And I think that's one of them. Um, one that I didn't think was, I just looked, I looked at a list of superhero movies and I just kind of remembered it because I saw it. Was the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yeah, that was a good superhero movie with uh, yeah, Sean Connery in it, don't it? Sean Connery and uh, oh, what I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Who played the Dark Knight and J- Joker? You, Heath, Heath, Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger's in it. Oh, is it? Pretty sure it's Heath Ledger. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't think it is actually. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Ain't that Eddie Redmayne? Or is that the other one? The Secret, whatever. Stuart Townsend, Sean Connery, Peter Wilson. I'm wrong. Never mind. I was thinking of Four Brothers for some reason. <laughs> it's like a bunch of British people in this movie that I've never heard of. Brothers Grimm. It's a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, it's it's really fun. Oh, Brothers Grimm. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking of Brothers Grimm for some reason. They came out at about the same time. Maybe oh, I have to get Tim's list. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, I've been. Uh, but the next show I started watching was Umbrella Academy. Uh, <laughs> I'm only, I'm only like in, I'm only started the second episode just here recently. Of season one, se- season three, <laughs> the the new. How about that epic uh, foot battle? Of I know. I was gonna. I was just about to say something about. Dude, I was like, oh, this is fucking. I was I was having a ball watching that. That looks so fun. Mm-hmm. They look like they're having a great time to do that too. Like you I watched see. that uh that TikTok you sent every once yeah. in a while. It was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, the things I, I need to learn how to do that. Just just because I want to. That looks so fun to do. They did it so perfectly too. Like I, I was like, I remember watching Footloose, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was that part was in it, and they did. Uh, that was so good. And then it was all a dream. I'm like, god damn it. So <clears throat> I like it so far. You, know, you know what I kind of forgot about adding, Mikey. The My Hero movies. Oh. Oh, yeah. I guess, I <laughs> I mean, guess they're, that they're is superheroes. Superhero. Yeah, I guess so. so. I never really thought about that. Yeah. Uh, 
anybody have anybody? I guess time to switch topics. Like unless someone else others talk about. Yeah, we we need to say goodbye and Godspeed to one of Hollywood's greatest legendary actors, Mister James Caan. Who? Oh my God, Buddy's dad from Elf. Oh, what's his name? James. James Caan. Con. No, it's not that. It's not like that. Con. Oh, I had no idea he was his father. Scott Con. Yeah, I yeah, had Scott, no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, that is Scott Con's dad. He's exactly right. Yes, he was. He was the original uh, Brian Piccolo in Brian's song. That movie will make you cry. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um. He was Brian Piccolo. That was his first big role. Was uh, was Brian's song? I remember. He was in The Godfather. He was in The Godfather. He played Sonny. Yeah, spectacular. Um, Sonny Corleone. He was in a bridge too far. Who did he play on Bridge Too Far? He was in a bridge too far. He was in Rollerball, which is a great futuristic movie. You should watch Rollerball, the original, not the new one with LL Cool J. That ah, movie sucked ass. But um. Yeah, he was in The Godfather. He was in Misery. Of course, he played Buddy the Buddy the Elf's dad. He was in. Um, there's been a lot of stuff, but he was a great character actor. He was a great actor. I don't remember him. Oh, he was the president in Get Smart. It was funny to see him. If you see him as Sonny, I mean, everybody remembers his most memorable role is Sonny Corleone, obviously, from The Godfather. So to see him pull off being the dad of Buddy the Elf is just really funny. Oh, dude, he was in Eraser with the Adam, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a great movie too. But yeah, they. Oh, he's in Dick Tracy. Alien Nation was a good one. Kiss Me Goodbye. He was really good in that one too. That's from 1982. Uh, 1941. But yeah, he passed. He was in Silent Movie. That's right. He was in Silent Movie. That's right. Freebie and a Bean. He also played in a, uh, he was in a John Wayne movie too, I believe. Um, Dorado. Yeah, that's right. He was in a Get Smart episode. Yeah, El Dorado. He was in El Dorado with, golly, John Wayne and Robert Mitchum. That's pretty big. <laughs> Bridge too far, look at the cast of that. What year did that come out? Too far, seventy-seven. I probably watched that. Oh, holy shit! A bridge too far had Sean Connery, Michael Caine, Dick Bogarty, Robert Redford, James Caan, Gene Hackman, Anthony Hopkins. God damn! Good God! Talk about a who's who of a cast, right there. You know why? You know what the difference between then and now is? I mean, those are all a one actors, even back then. Mm-hmm. Those guys were the shit of Hollywood. They couldn't afford those actors right now. Do you know what I mean? Actors ask so much for a retainer. Movies like that couldn't be made with that kind of cast because everybody's going to want $25 million a picture. You got Ryan O'Neill's in it, Lawrence Olivier. Well, I mean, speaking of that, you want to hear the cast for uh, The Longest Day? Yeah. John Wayne, Henry Fonda, 
Robert Mick- Mitchum, uh, Robert Ryan, Sean Connery, Richard Burton, Richard Todd, Eddie Albert, Richard Baymar. Jeez. That was an all-star cast. Was yeah. But also, one thing is a lot of actors don't get along anymore for some reason. At least I feel like they don't. Right. Oh, Harry and Walter go to New York. I forgot about that one. I do have a topic I kind of want to talk about because it's kind of been going blowing up on Twitter lately. Um, if you're ready to switch topics real quick. No, we're fine. So rest in peace, so, Mr. James Conn. That's all I got. RIP. What do you guys think about method acting? Or, yeah, method acting. Like, like people that burn? stay in the role, like even when they're off camera. Yeah. I read where run actors said that people are a-holes if they're method actors. And I can't remember who said it. I think it depends on the role. I I mean, that's, I think it's situations are situational. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's proven feel, to be. I feel like if you're a good enough actor, you can act no matter whether you're on the set. You don't, I don't think you have to stay in character. Now I can understand. Like they always say, Daniel Day Lewis is a method actor, right? Yeah. And like when he, like if you talk to him, like when he was Abraham Lincoln, he spoke like Abraham Lincoln. So I get that because he's an Englishman. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So you want to keep that. But it's been known to, I mean, method acting has killed people, essentially. It, it pretty much killed Heath Ledger. It p- killed Heath Ledger. It messed up uh, Val Kilmer mm-hmm. because he was Jim Morrison. The guy that played uh, Elvis. They Someone had to call him and tell him to stop being Elvis because it was killing him. Really? Yeah. Um, Didn't Jared Leto do it, too? Yeah. I think Jared Leto's kind of gotten away from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I read about that, acting is It's more of a a ward bait than anything else. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because it seems like all the method actors win all the awards. (laughs) Yeah, David Harper blast method acting, calls Daniel Day-Lewis's approach nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) He spoke out against it. I'm trying to figure out what what he said about it. Um, I'm very much trained in classical American method acting, Herbert said, before adding he doesn't think it actually works and can be also be dangerous. When I was younger, it's so embarrassing, but I remember playing the famous that famous Scottish king and being like, I'm going to kill a cat or something. I'm going to go murder something to know what it feels like to murder. I didn't actually do it, obviously. Not only is method acting stuff silly, it's dangerous. And it doesn't actually produce good work. Wow, there you go. I don't know. It's just <laughs> when he, it's when he, blowing up right now. He said that's because David Harbour said has said that quote like, oh, David Harbour killed a cat. I think that's where that's coming from. That's why I said it. Of Daniel Day-Lewis, he says he's an extraordinary actor who I'm captivated and fascinated and fascinated by. But when he explains his process, it sounds like nonsense to me. <laughs> but uh, I, I buy that. I buy that. The whole David Harbour. I, I agree with what he says. To point. Like he says, it is. It's dangerous. It really is. And like you said, you know, we talked about um, uh, Heath Ledger, you know, essentially killing Heath Ledger. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, to get into that role, he locked himself in a hotel room. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he he couldn't get out of it. He, he that role just that character just encap it just it took it took over took him over. He couldn't sleep, and he ends up you know overdosing accidentally on prescription meds. So he had other issues, but that on top of you know not being able to get out of the Joker. And I think that happened. Um, to Val Kilmer when he played um, Iceman? No, Iceman. No, when he played Jim Morrison in the Doors movie. Because they made a movie about the Doors. Mm-hmm. And because he was, I mean, Jim Morrison was weird. He really was. Um, I'm trying to Google this here. It just says that he's, you know. I just think that, uh, I think he stayed in character. And uh, I think it messed him up. I don't know. I know. I know it's messed a lot of people up, so. That's why I brought. I just wanted to bring that up real quick. No, I think it's. I think it's a very dangerous practice. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I get it. You know, you you're a character. You want to get into their head. Yeah, here it is. This, this is it. Here's talking about. It. He needed therapy to feel normal again. Method acting has always been known to take its toll on actors, and the extreme degree to which Val Kilmer approached playing Jim Morrison wound up sending him. Into therapy so he can get back to the man he was before it took place. Wow. So. Hmm. I think it cost him his marriage. I really, I think, I think that's what happened. Because he just, he couldn't get out of the. It's, it's weird how the, those people. I mean, you're essentially taking on the. The thought process, the mentality. Yeah. When you method act, you're taking on the mentality of the character. And I think that's what leads to it being so dangerous. I mean, I can understand what, you know, if if I'm an American, but I'm playing an, a, a British person and I'm speaking with a British accent, I could understand me wanting to speak British all the time, you know. To to stay, not stay in character, but to be on top of my accent. Yeah. I get why actors do that. I understand that completely, but don't do it. Don't do it, kids. It's not worth it. I don't, I'm not an acting professional at all whatsoever, but it just seems like. It just seems, enough, that seems dangerous. It just, it did. I mean, to, to just start be, just start acting like another person and not being able to shake it. That's almost, that's pretty scary, you know? If you can't turn it off, I mean, if that's, you know, that's, that's a scary thought. You're, you're turning into something you aren't. Mm-hmm. I would want to do that. I mean, there's a difference between studying your character. If I'm playing Ted Bundy, I want to get into Ted Bundy's head and try and be what he thinks, but I don't really want to become Ted Bundy. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to become the Unabomber. 
My my boy was Ted Bundy, you know. Zach Efron. Yeah, I know. Played a great in fact he played a great Ted Bundy. <laughs> he was really good as Ted Bundy, but um No, that's a good that's a good question. Is it dangerous or not? I say yes. If we ever interview an actor, you know, we need to uh bring that question up to them and see what they say. We will eventually, hopefully. Well, we got to watch Terror Squad and um, whatever else that that guy's in. We need to start watching this shit. Um, and hopefully you feel sorry for us because he's from Indiana, too. Um, it's like Dawn of the Dead or something I think we need to watch. Why Dawn of the Dead? Dawn of the Dead, because he was in Dawn of the Dead. The original? Yeah. From 1978. Oh, I haven't seen the original. I haven't either. Yeah. Ken Forey, we want to talk to Ken Forey because he was in Dawn of the Dead and he was in Terror Squad. And, um, you know, we need to watch, I think we need to watch a few of his movies to get some background. To get some questions, you know? Yeah. So, uh, when you make a a list. He did a lot of Disney stuff, too. He's in a lot of he did, he was he's just a character actor. He did a lot of TV shows. Mm-hmm. Matlock, Dallas, Cheers. <laughs> so, Quantum Leap, Hunter, stuff like that. Hey, so, hey, Mikey. Do you, Mikey, do you have a shower thought before we get ready? No, I don't. I I've been going. I've been, I've jumped down this rabbit hole of method acting stories that I found. Some of them are really funny. Oh, go ahead. Um, like it, they had the Val Kilmer one on here. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I was reading the the Jared Leto one where he like gave like live rat to um, Margot Robbie, and then uh, he sent a dead hog to someone, and then he gave Will Smith envelope full of bullets, and like he's just a prankster. Just I don't know. And then like a lot of them, they would drop weight or do something um oh. to portray that role like Christian oh, Bale yeah or, yeah, yeah Christian Bale's done it a few yeah. times and so did Jared Leto for uh Dallas Buyers Club yeah um there was uh what's that one I don't know um uh, what's I was one I was gonna go to Trying to find oh Adrian Brody like he's he's a pretty famous method actor I guess now but uh, as he played a Holocaust survivor and the pianist he taught himself piano dropped thirty oh, yeah. pounds um, I guess being a Holocaust he's showed up to set with only one bag and a piano and giving up his apartment selling his car disconnecting his phone you know said his girlfriend ended up dumping him but it's like that's that yeah that's probably a little too far nicholas cage of course is the story about him uh, that was wild i don't know yeah there's what did he method act for uh he's he's essentially nicholas cage in every movie oh yeah that is his method acting so uh what in the name of zeus's butthole it's from, it's from an 80s movie, uh, Vampire's Kiss. 
the scene called for his actor or for his character, a rich New York book agent who believes he's turned into a blood secretive to devour a cockroach. Uh, the director planned on swapping out the live critter for a fake edible prop, but Cage insisted on eating the real thing and twice. Yeah. Um, that's not the only beginning. Uh, honestly, I'm reading this off the, uh, the internet here, but uh, Nicholas Cage's career is littered with uh, strange ones. Um, Affected his first role and Peggy Sue got married to having, uh, oh, he had a high-pitched voice. Yeah, he did have or, a high-pitched yeah. voice in that. Um, and then he had four teeth pulled for a role for Birdie. I don't know what that what? is. With, without anesthesia. And it's like, uh, so yeah. I'm sure it's it's everywhere for him. Leo, Heath Ledger's on here. Tom Hanks is on here. Tom Hanks is a Green Mile one for uh, Tom Hanks, I think. Oh, and Castaway. He refused to uh, cut his hair or bathe, and he ended up with staph infection. Who did? <laughs> Tom Hanks for Castaway. Really? Yeah, Tom Hanks he, has come out as a pretty big... Uh, he, he lost, like, it. it says he lost 50 pounds. And, yeah, which, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, though, for that role, I think. If, if you're a, on a desert island... And, you know, you're going to be skinny after a while because. Yeah. Right. Those are all, like the really interesting ones that came across, I guess. But... I, I, but I don't include losing weight and like gaining weight from roles as like method acting or working out and becoming strong. You're just, you know, you're just looking the part. You're not. I mean, what happened to the method actors that, uh, like, say the the script calls for um, uh, a, maybe a white male, and what, they bring in an Asian one? And it's like, are you supposed to act white or something? I don't know. It <laughs> <laughs> goes back when they made, <laughs> when Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Another dude, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I don't have a shower thought though. Already, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s best role. <laughs> I not, have. Not, not, I kind of like doing weird science myself, and and also back to school. Never seen those. You've never seen Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? No. He goes back to college with his son. His son is in college. And he goes back to school. He goes like, we're going back to college. We're going to college. So he goes back to college and he goes to college with his son. And his son's roommate is Robert Downey Jr. Hmm. So that's a great movie. And uh, Burt Young is his driver and like bodyguard, you know, uh, Polly from rocky that's a and uh oh william zabka is the bully johnny lawrence from cobra kai and credit kid he's like this buffed up bully in of course in uh in, in that movie and i highly recommend it that's a great movie hmm. i can't believe y'all never seen it it's on uh streaming somewhere because i just saw it 
I mean, everything's on streaming somewhere if you look. I know, them. but I, I like I could have watched it back to school. I like it is Edge. on. It might be on HBO Max. I'm also surprised none of us put Dread on our list. Yeah, it is. It's on HBO Max. There you go. Watch Back to School on HBO Max. Yeah, Dread's up there too. It was. It would be an honorable mention if we did those. It'd be in top it, my top twenty probably. Yeah. Anyways, I got a shower thought. Someone's mom is totally using you as a bad example for their kids. Hell yeah. <laughs> Not me. I'm a good boy. I was like that. To the people in church, I was used as a bad example. <sighs> Not me. Not me. Anyways, you can... If you don't want to be somebody's bad uh, example, you can listen to our podcast at uh, YouTube or Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and Amazon. You can catch us at PodNerds at Twitter or Facebook. It's it's no fun you don't mess up anymore. It's only taking you two years. It's only taking you two years to get that down smoothly. I still mess up every once in a while. Let's be honest. Because <laughs> if you don't know, now you know who's your nerds are. I tried a little too hard on that. 